Hey guys, thanks for listening to The Issue Podcast. Make sure you listen every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Also check out our Instagram at the underscore issue podcast and our Twitter at the issue podcast. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, what's up? We are back. It is The Issue. It is Monday, October 12th, and uh, we have a loaded episode for you guys. A couple oh, new great segments. Episode. Great episode. Yeah. yeah, we got a, we got, a, got two new segments. I think we're going to do um, – so I'll, we'll just give you a little rundown here. We're going to review some Sunday games, obviously, you know, like we do every Monday. And then uh, we're going to go over a little new segment here, um, memorable moments. It just basically covers what are the best moments from – from the weekend, you know? From the Sunday, yeah. yeah. from the Sunday. Even if there was a really, really big, like, college football upset, like a huge one, uh, we could do that. Uh, so, yeah, it's just it's just a memorable moments. Um, and then we're going to get some news. And then another news time we're going to do, we're going to play doctor a little bit here, do some checkups on our divisional predictions. Yeah. And then we're going to get to, obviously, our, our Monday night predictions like we always do on Mondays. Yeah. And so, uh, tonight – Oh, wait, good. I think tonight there's two Monday night games. Yeah, right? there is, because I think the uh, what's what call it's got pushed back. Bills and Titans, two undefeated teams. One of them's going to go home defeated. Yeah, I <laughs> so, mean, we're going to see how uh, it'll all shake out tonight on Monday. Yeah, yeah we'll but, see. Uh, but anyway, um, so we'll just jump right into it here. Let's review some uh, some Sunday games here. Yeah, let's go over that. Um, it was a pretty pretty solid weekend, I would say. Um, it kicked off good with the Thursday night game. I thought the week five kicked off really well with the Bears Buccaneers. Very close right. game. Yes. Um, did we ever go over that? Yes, we did last. Okay, last sweet. Time. All right. Um. Yeah. So let's just jump in here. Big upset. Vegas. The Las Vegas Raiders have uh, beaten, dethroned the Chiefs a little bit. You know, the Chiefs were going for fourteen straight wins. Um. The Raiders said, uh, "How about no?" They win forty to thirty-two. Derek Carr once again proved what I've been preaching. Um. That he's a legit quarterback. A very legit quarterback. Very good. Um. He had one hundred and twenty-seven QBR, three touchdowns, only one pick. Um but was really efficient, 22 for 31 for 346. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's averaging a first down every time he throws the football, 11.2 yards. Yeah, you can't argue with that. Uh, and then Jacobs was was good enough. I mean, he wasn't great. He was good enough, though. Um, 23 carries for uh, for 77 yards and and uh, 3.3 yards of carry, two touchdowns, though, which were huge. Those were big. Um, and he, Derek Carr is in my, you know, the, the Tier 3 above-average Joes. Mm-hmm. Um, if he continues to play like this, he's now, I would officially say, right on the cusp. Yeah. I think I need to see one more game of this. Because mm-hmm. um, so far they're three and two, and he's had three good games and then two good games. I need I, I need that next good game, you know? Yeah, and I mean, uh, this will all be uh, – we'll talk about the new uh, tiers for the quarterbacks on Wednesday's episode. Yes. Um, so we'll be able to get that to you guys. But this one surprising thing I want to go over, not too long, but Mahomes – QBR under 100, actually under 90. He threw for 84 QBR there. Um, 340 yeah. yards, two touchdowns, a pick, um, and a 51% completion percentage, which I is tough. Think, I think what happened is I think what they got down a little early, didn't they? Yeah, they went down early. Okay, well, a little bit. I mean, behind. so um, I, don't, I just I just feel like it was more of a run-and-gun, slant type of game because their defense wasn't stopping them, so Mahomes had to go out there and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't like his inefficiency. Twenty-two for forty-three. Yeah. I don't like to say that's just a tick over fifty percent. Um, I like the three hundred forty yards, but the one pick. Not only was it a pick, it was a pick that was returned to like what a two-yard line. Yeah, almost um, got returned all the way back. Yeah, so it's not. It wasn't that he threw a pick. It was the. 
the timing. Yeah, it was the timing and the you know the result of the pick. Yeah. Um, all right, here. We'll, but yeah, so big upset. But I, I wouldn't worry too much about the Chiefs. I mean, it's it's fine. It's one it's one game. You Still going to be a contender. Yeah, uh, so let's go to Baltimore-Cincinnati. Um, Baltimore's defense proved that they're good. They made Joe Burrow look silly, 19 for 30, 183. Um, no touchdowns, one pick, uh, just, a, just a 66 QBR. I mean, they held them to no touchdowns, mm-hmm. and there's no production out of the Bengals. But the Ravens didn't look great either. Um, they kind of leaned on their running backs a little bit. Ingram had a good game. Dobbins had a nice big rush. That was only his only rush. But, Lamar didn't have the um, They were game. pounding the football with Gus Edwards. Lamar didn't have a great game. That's the thing. He did 72 QBR. And we're gonna get to uh, we're gonna get to him um, once we get to quarterback tiers. I would say he's at the bottom of tier two right now. Yeah. This guy cannot put together a, a solid game. Yeah, he's really um, struggling. I do like the nine touchdowns, two picks. Like that's fine, but I need more efficiency if I'm not gonna get the big stats. You know, mm-hmm. and 19 for 30, like a 72 QR is not gonna do it for me. Um, but yeah, he looked decent. I thought he I thought he had some good zip on the ball. Though. I think he's working on that. I thought he had some good zip on it. Yeah, he did. All right. Um. We'll move here. Let's go to Carolina, Atlanta, guys. What did I say? Didn't I say we bet Carolina, didn't we? Yeah, because I said because we never bet the Falcons. We right? said we would never bet the Falcons again, and that ended up uh, working out. Um, Dan Quinn, uh, the head coach, has been fired Atlanta, and, along yeah. with their GM. I forget their GM's name, but he has been fired as well. Honestly, I think it's a good move. This I just think they terrible. need something. I don't even think Dan Quinn's a bad coach. They just need something, you know. Um, but I thought the story of the game was Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, really. Yeah. 27 for 37, so really efficient. 313 yards. Because usually with Teddy, you get those efficient games, but you get like, you know, 190 yards, yep. like 220 yards. Yeah. He put up the stats 313 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, 116 QB. He didn't even get sacked. Not once, not one recorded sack. I mean, that's, that's beautiful. That is that is beautiful. So he was mobile. He was moving around. He was getting the ball out on time. On the flip side, um, though, Matt Ryan did not look good. No, because with Matt Ryan, if I'm going to get a pick and I'm going to get you know if inefficiencies, 21 for 37, I, I need the touchdown. And I he, need the stacks. He didn't, and he didn't have a single it. touchdown. Yeah, um, the only touchdown came from Todd Gurley. Uh, he had a really good game. I'll give him that. I think yeah. we're t- starting to see Todd Gurley get back a little bit. He was kind of unhealthy a little bit in um, – in L.A. when was. he was out there with the Rams. So I think he's now starting to find his legs a little bit. And uh, I mean, averaging 8.6 yards a carry, you can't ask for much more. Yeah. Back, I mean, so. yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, we'll move down here to Jacksonville at Houston. We said – I thought we both predicted Houston, I think. Yep, we did. Um, I thought Minshew looked good. Um, I didn't right. like their lack of a run game, though. That I, was my problem. I liked – I think I liked Houston with, like, the, with the, a lot of points with the spread, and I took them to cover. And you – Throughout that point, that oh, you don't think my boy Gardner's gonna do any good? I so, thought I thought he did well, but I didn't think he did enough. Yeah, um, I would have, but I don't know if that's all his fault. I would like to see a, a more balanced uh, attack. I mean, he threw, yeah, he dropped back forty nine times. Mm-hmm. Um, he still had ninety four QBR. It was actually really good. Uh, Watson had was better though. Deshaun Watson was just simply better. Uh, he was a little bit more efficient. Had one hundred nine QBR. He did throw two picks, but he had the three touchdowns. Um, and then David Johnson, I thought was the story because he was able to actually get going on the ground, yeah. provide some play action, some misdirection for Deshaun. Now, my thing with Deshaun is if he can avoid the, those turnovers, that's what's even just move him up one in the pick, tier. even one pick. That's what's going to move him up in the tiers, though. I mean, like with a game like this, yeah, he played great, but those two picks are that's a big black eye on this game for him. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, they got the win, but they should have won. Yeah. Um, I would have liked him to show out a little bit more. Yeah. Um, all right, now on to L.A. Uh, L.A. Rams at Washington football team. L.A. moved to four and one, thirty to ten win. I called that they would cover the spread. I also said don't go near it though because it was kind of a sneaky game. I thought it might have been an upset game just because the front. 
um, four of, of Washington, but they, the, the offensive line held up really well. Only one sack uh, for, for Washington. So yeah, I thought the Rams held up really good. Um, Goff looked good. Goff was efficient. Only nine incompletions um, for 309 yards, two touchdowns. Had the one pick, I don't really mind it because he had a touchdown running as well. Yeah. So three touchdowns, one pick. I can live with that ratio. Um, 112 QBR. I like it. I like that they got the running game going. Um, 35 attempts, that's what I need to see. I like Jared Goff in play action. I like when they ground and pound. Cam Akers had a good game. Darrell Henderson carried the ball a lot. Not a great game. Had the touchdown, though. Yeah. Um, Washington just didn't look great. I mean, Alex Smith got in. We will get to that in our next segment. Um, it was fine. I mean, it was good. Uh, I just thought yeah, there just was not a lot of production. Yeah. I mean, you I look at the that. overall yards. I mean, total yards, they had 108 total yards. I mean, that's simple as that. The L.A. defense was good. Um, all right, here, moving on. Same final score, but uh, we got the Cardinals at the Jets. They also win 30-10 to 10 over New York. Um, Kyler Murray looked good. Not really a surprise there, though the Jets are so yeah. bad. Yeah, they're really bad. Um, I like the running game for for Arizona. Um, not a whole lot of yards, but I like their attempts. 30 attempts for 127 yards. I like the three touchdowns, though. Yeah. Um, Kyler ran in a touchdown as well with throwing one. Only had one pick, so 2-1. to one, I could live with the ratio. I'd like it a little higher. Um, 27 for 37, 380. Um, like I said, the one touchdown, the one pick, and 103 QBR. If I get that from Kyler Murray every week, um, I'm pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm. I'd like him to stop turning the football over, though. Passing-wise, he's eight touchdowns, six interceptions. That's not good passing. You know, I need – I need uh, I just I just need a better ratio. That's not good. That's not good. Yeah. Um, Joe Flacco looked like Joe Flacco. I mean, I don't know. They didn't throw any picks. They didn't make a lot of mistakes. But, 54%, uh, one touchdown, two sacks, 82 QBR. I he was mean, exactly what I thought Joe Flacco would be. But what I did like, he actually ran the football four times for 20 yards. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that. Yeah. I thought he did look a little bit mobile in the pocket, though, as well. He was manipulating the pocket, getting outside the pocket a little bit. I was kind of impressed. But, I mean, at the end of the day, he's still Joe Flacco. He's still a little bit older. Um, what do you think of Le'Veon? Not bad. Um, 13 I'd like 60. him to I'd like him to get some more carries, you know. Yeah, not even carries, just touches in general. I'd like his carries to be up around sixteen, seventeen. I'd like him to have four or five catches, you know, instead of one. But you know, it's all right. Um, I don't think there's too much to really look at there. The Jets, they're terrible. No, they're really bad. Um, oh my god, we'll get to this big upset here: Miami over the 49ers by a lot, by a ton. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick looked phenomenal. 22 for 28, three touchdowns, no picks. 350 yards passing. 155 QBR. I mean, it barely gets better than that. What's the what's the math? 158.3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It barely gets better than that. I mean, he had a really, really good game. I like their run game. Um, yeah, the yardage wasn't always there. They only averaged 2.8 yards a carry, but I like the, that they stayed with it. That opened up a lot of play action. I was watching a little bit of this game. It opened up a lot of play action, a lot of misdirection for um, for the Dolphins. And I also think that stat's a little bit misleading. They had one dude who had one carry um, for negative 12 yards. You know, So one negative play kind of hurts the averages and stuff, but I thought it was a pretty good run game. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty simple. The Niners didn't look good, though. No, they did not. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, 7 for 17, 77 yards, no touchdowns, two picks. Mm. They had to put C.J. CJ Beathard in, and he went 9 for 18, one touchdown, no picks, 84 QBR. Jimmy Garoppolo had a 16 QBR. 
16. <clears throat> yeah, he had a really bad game. Terrible game. Terrible game. I hope that they figure that out because I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's an average quarterback, but that was atrocious. It was so bad. It was – and, yeah, I hope he figures it out because uh, our divisional predictions for them, we had them a little higher than they are now. Yeah. So they yeah, better start winning. Two and three mark is not going to work. We also didn't predict that their whole front four would get hurt. Yeah. So. Basically, like, everybody on their team would go down. Yeah, that was not in yeah. their prediction. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll go to the um, New York Giants. At the Cowboys, um, way closer than I expected it to be. And I'm not going to rip Dak, actually, because obviously, yes, he was hurt. But I also am starting to see I, – I like Dak a lot more now. Um, I didn't like the no touchdowns one pick, but he, like I said, he was hurt. Um, what I, I did like is I liked his, um, his mobility. Whether it was – I know he only had two carries for seven yards, but he was getting out of the pocket a lot. Um, he had some pretty accurate throws as well. But what I thought the story was was – this just shows how bad the Cowboys' defense is. Um, if you don't change something, whether you fire the defensive coordinator, whether you figure it out with the head coach, whatever you have to do, you got to figure it out because the Giants had three offensive touchdowns coming into today. Yeah. They, they made up, Daniel Jones look amazing for Daniel Jones. And they put up 34 points on, on the freaking Cowboys. Seriously. Daniel Jones had 20, was 20 of 33 for 222 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, 81 QBR. You made Daniel Jones look good. You made him look like you made, you actually gave the Giants hope that he they could did. be something. They did. Um, Which I thought that was the story was how bad the Cowboys defense was. But I mean, even Daniel Jones he threw no touchdowns in that win. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I I know it's yeah, it's not preferred, but I mean, they just did. The Cowboys got no pressure. Two sacks. Come on now, two sacks. Yeah, with Demarcus Lawrence. We got two sacks. And Andy Dalton didn't look all that bad, though, coming in. No. But I'm, oh, hold on. I'm, I'm not done here. Alden Smith, Demarcus Lawrence, you know, a lot of other young guys that they're uh, starting to implement into that front for, uh, what is it, Neville Gallimore, um, big dude, big dude, really good. Uh, the rookie Bradley and Nay, they have a deep front four, and they got two sacks against a rebuilding New York Giants offensive line. Yeah. I mean, they were just a terrible defense. Um, but, yeah, Andy Dalton didn't look bad. I thought those throws at the end there uh, – I mean, look at it, 9 for 11, 111 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, 109 QBR. Yeah. I mean, only two incompletions. And did you see those two throws to Gallup that he had on the run and then over the shoulder? I mean, mm-hmm. great catches by Gallup, but really good throws. They were. Um, all right, so we've on to a really good game. Indy at Cleveland. I called uh, – we both called, I think – Indianapolis, um, Cleveland ended up prevailing. I just thought um, the story was how bad Phillip Rivers is. I mean, I don't know if we can now any more rely on Phillip Rivers as a quarterback. I will take Jacoby Brissett. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. I would rather Jacoby Brissett. Mm. People rip on Jacoby Brissett. He's not a bad quarterback. No, he's not. Um, Might look, be more look, of a viable option than Phillip. Look. Flippers, two interceptions. You can't do that. No touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, and he's incredibly immobile. 21 for 33, 243, a 60.5 QBR. That's not going to cut it. Their offense was completely stagnant. They didn't run the football enough. They didn't throw the football good at all. Um, it was just not a good game for them. No, it really no, wasn't. No, it was terrible. I did like, however, Baker, I thought played well. I didn't did. like I didn't like the two picks, but I still thought I like the way he he had a lot of tempo on his balls. He had a lot of zip, a lot yeah. of rhythm. 
Um, I thought he was making a lot of good throws in the first half. In the second half, he kind of dropped off a little bit. Um, but in the first half, I thought he made a lot of really good throws. Yeah, I mean, throw for 247 yards, uh, two touchdowns, two picks. Like I said, I didn't like the two picks. Like, That's really what's killing the QBR. The QBR would be higher than a 73 if they oh, take yeah. those picks away. I mean, um, Odell, yeah, though, with like I said, I, I thought I thought Baker looked good. I thought he looked pretty decent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the Seahawks and the Vikings. A little comeback. Russell Wilson, if you guys continue to doubt me that Russell Wilson is going to be the MVP of this league, you're simply incorrect. Here we got it over here drying off because you spilled some water on your prediction. I spilled water on the prediction, it's but dry is now. it now dry? September okay. 16th. So I said Russell Wilson will MVP. Whether his this game was a big stat game or not, that drive at the end of the game pretty much sealed the fact that he's going to be a finalist for the MVP, and he's the front runner right now. Yeah, 20 for 32, only 217 yards, that's fine. Three touchdowns, one pick, 101 QBR, led the team in rushing. Five carries for 58 yards. Now, yeah, if people are – if you can't come out and say that he Russell led. Wilson put the Seahawks team on his back and carried them to a, to a victory here and that he's not the best quarterback in the league, you're crazy. You're just simply incorrect. I mean, look, take his production away from the running game. So, um, should we do a one? Yeah, you got the calculator out. So, without Russell Wilson, they have 11 carries for 66 yards. (laughs) Instead, they had 16 for 124. I mean, seriously, he is the whole team. Um, He had a great game. That, that, I mean, we're going to get to some more – a bit in depth, but I think he is solidifying that he is the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Um, but I also do want to touch on the fact you got to give credit to the Vikings. They had a really good defensive game plan. I mean, a really good defensive game plan. Um, they got a lot of pressure. Yeah, they got pressure. Four sacks. And they on. were just they were just stuffing the run game. They were mixing up their fronts. They were, um, and then I thought they were holding on to the ball. I mean, like the time of possession, they they possessed the ball for almost forty minutes. Seattle, um, about twenty. Yeah, and I mean. You, they got four sacks on a quarterback that doesn't get hit. Yeah, no, so. it, was, it was really impressive. And I, I just the total yards of the Vikings, it's funny. You look at the stats, you would think that the Vikings won this football game. You know what the difference was? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Thank you. Um, look, total yards, Vikings. Okay, so total plays right now, Vikings 83. Time of possession, almost doubled Seattle. Um, like I said, total yards, 450 for the Vikings, only 315 for the Seattle Seahawks. Yards per play, Seahawks a little bit. Um, red zone TDs were about the same. Red zone attempts to Se- uh, Seattle was in the red zone less. The Vikings were in the red zone more. Um, passing, just sheer passing yards. Kirk Cousins had more passing yards, had more completions, had more passing attempts, had more yards per attempt. But touchdowns and grit is what is what willed this team to victory. And that's what Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson brings. That's what Russell Wilson brings, leadership, toughness, grit. Yep. yep. Finding different ways to win the football game. It doesn't always have to be glamorous with Russ, but he's going to find a way to win the football game. That's true. But that's pretty much all that needs to be said. Russell Wilson's the best player in the world. Yeah. Um, all right, here, let's go to the Steelers um, beating the Eagles, hometown team. We're getting a dub, listen. 38 to 29, way closer than I would have liked. Listen. And the defense did not look as good as I would have liked, but I want to get to one thing real quick, and then you, the floor is yours. Nah. I was impressed with the Steelers, and I think this gives them hope. To go pretty far, and here's why. I know people are going to say, well, their defense isn't that good anymore. Okay, wrong. It was one game. One it was game. one game. But here's what I like. The fact that on their bad game, the offense was able to pick up the slack. Yeah. And Ben was able to sling it a little bit more. 27 for 34, three, four, or 240 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. 
125 QBR. So he continues with his efficiency. He's got 10 touchdowns, one pick on the year. That's probably towards the top of the league. Um, so I like that they were able to pick up the slack. Yeah. I think our defense is going to be fine long-term, guys. It's going to be fine. It was one game. There wasn't – it was a it was a matchup issue, really. It was. And outside of the one run for Miles Sanders, this game's a lot different. Yep. I mean, um, you take away that one run. Okay, Miles Sanders, his 74-yard rush. All right, let's add up all these rushing yards here. He had, so a, he had, he had 11 carries for 80 yards. You minus the 74. Here, okay, so they had total 94 yards on that game. If that one – one play doesn't happen. They have 20 rushing yards in that game. Yeah. They have they have 15 carries for 20 yards. Yes. I mean, come on. I mean, the defense played decent. I didn't like that they were that Stephen Nelson was consistently getting beat by Travis Fulgham. Yeah, I think I texted you. I was like, who is this guy and why is he uh, – And every you know? single time I saw it happen, you know who was on? Stephen Nelson. Stephen Nelson. Yeah. He's the weak link on the secondary. He really is. I thought he was really good, but, but not today. Okay, the, I think it was mostly a matchup issue, but it was always on Steven Nelson. He has to figure it out. Yes, the yes Carson Wentz got sacked five times. Yes, our pass rush still looks good. But the Eagles offensive line kind of held their own, and they didn't let him. He either got sacked or he had to totally clean pocket. There was no in between. He wasn't yeah, hurried up. So he wasn't other rushed. than those five times, he was able to sit back there and yeah. just dissect. Yeah. If he wasn't getting sacked, he had a perfectly clean pocket. And that's the thing. that The, the pass rush kind of let the Steelers down a little bit. Just the yeah, pass no, rush. I agree. Because like you said, um, a, a good pass rush can cover up some flaws in the secondary. Yeah. Um, that flaw being Steven Nelson. If, yeah, and if, so when the pass rush wasn't on, look, he was Carson upset. Wentz, he's had a tough season, but he's still a great quarterback. If you give him time and you give him a guy like Travis Fulgham, who had a great game, he's going to go out there and find the open spot. Well, yeah, and the thing is, is, I'm not saying like Travis Fulgham's a really good player, but he had the size advantage all yeah. day. He was, he's way bigger than Steven Nelson. I mean, I saw him moss Steven Nelson probably four or five times, but yeah. the big guy in the game, Chase Claypool, he's going to be something. 11 targets, 7 receptions, 110 yards, uh, three touchdowns receiving, but he also had one rushing too. So four touchdowns yeah, on the really day good. for Chase Claypool. That dude is legit. He's legit. I agree. Um, all right, you ready for our uh, yeah. our Sunday memorable moments? Yeah, the new set. All right, so we're gonna. You want to start with the first one here? Yeah. So guys, Alex Smith makes his return to the NFL. I think I was holding my breath the entire time he was on. Especially the field. when he got sacked there by yeah. Aaron Donald, I and was a little nervous. He got hit hard on that sack too. I was nervous. Popped right back up though, Alex Smith. <clears throat> Great to see him come back in the league. Definitely one of the most memorable moments from this Sunday. No, I agree. Um, oh, another memorable moment is actually in reverse, kind of. Um, not a good look. Dak Prescott's ankle. I'm sure all of you have seen it by now. He uh, went into surgery last night. He dislocated and I want to say fractured. Um, he dislocated the whole joint, obviously. And then he, I think he fractured, um, yeah, like three different bones. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not a good look. He'll be out, I would assume, the rest of the year. It'd be a, an absolute miracle if he even returned. I would think they'd have to be in the Super Bowl for him to even think about returning. Yeah. yeah. So he's basically out um, the rest of the year, which sucks because he doesn't have a long-term deal. So hopefully they take care of him. Obviously, we'll see. Um, just something you didn't, you never want to see. Um, but I did think I, I thought Andy Dalton played well. I don't. I wouldn't look too much into the win um, on the offensive side of the football for the Cowboys. I would look at the defensive side. They look terrible. Yeah, they look really bad. Um, another point here, Russell Wilson. I talked about it a little bit. He is the MVP. If you can't see it, I can't help you. Did you see that drive? Yeah, it looked. It was incredible. It was incredible. Did you see those throws to DK yes. Metcalf? Yes. DK uh, Metcalf. Oh, my God. He's his only weapon. <laughs> the pace and the rhythm and, and the tempo on some of his throws and, and the way he can 
move about the pocket, manipulate the pocket, get outside the pocket and, and make accurate throws, no matter from where arm slot, um, like whether he's running, whether he's running one way, the other way, back pedaling, this dude can throw it. That might be one of the most impressive drives in the last five years in the NFL. Oh my God. Especially against the way that that defense was playing and the, just the matchup issues that they were creating. Russell Wilson likes to go deep. What's the strength of the, uh, the Vikings defense. Put it's those, the safeties over top. It's those those two high safeties. They were yep. playing too high. They were playing cover two all game. Yep. And so Ross had to be accurate and precise underneath. And finally, he was able to let some rip. And I thought that that was mostly impressive because they were trying to take away his strength. Well, DK Metcalf did a great job of getting the separation oh, yeah. on that last draft. Well, I mean, yeah, he's a beast. Um, so I thought them staying at five and zero oh was. Was it was great? It was refreshing, honestly, though, to, to watch was. that drive to see a seamless drive like that just put together by an absolute wizard at quarterback like Russell Wilson. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he looked good. Oh, is that but... bye week for uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? I know it's been on season. Yes, it must be. Wow. It is. Um, who is on the bye this week? I have it here. Um, let's see, week six. But anyway, oh, let's get to uh, some some. Um, what was I going to say? Some description of our next news segment is going to be divisional checkups. We're going to go through our divisional predictions. Yeah. We're going to say whether we were right, how right we were, how wrong we were. And then um, maybe any little last minute adjustments. Also, yeah, that. And then we're going to talk about when we think, you know, the undefeated teams might lose. Yeah. We're going to look at their schedule, look ahead a little bit and see, hey, we, are they going to lose? I mean, what, what are we thinking here? You yeah. know? Um, and so far, undefeated teams, we have the Titans, the Bills. Um, the Steelers and the Seahawks, and then the Packers as well. And that's that rounds it out. Yeah. Uh, do we want to hit a little news before we get to the break here and come back into the next segment? Or Yeah, absolutely. Here we have uh, we have some news here. Let's see. Um, the White Sox have fired their manager. I want to say it was something Renteria. I did see that. Um, which I was a little bit surprised. Oh, yeah, Rick Renteria. Um, they're going to part ways. Yeah, it's. I mean, the headline right here is just a surprising move. I mean, look, no one really – I suppose the White Sox being in the playoffs, you know? Um, the two years ago, they were a disaster. They were really bad. And now they're good. And they were in the playoffs. They were competitive, and now they fire the manager. Maybe they think that they're one, you know, really good coach away. Maybe that's what it is. But I I, I didn't think the move was necessary. I didn't think it was the biggest deal in the world. I mean, they got there with that coach. Uh, I don't think the I coaching he, was – I thought he was able to utilize their young talent really well. I don't think coaching was the problem. I think it was inexperience yeah. by those younger guys. That's really what it came down to. So, I mean, if it takes the coach getting out of there to maybe pick that up a little bit, maybe that's what you do. But, yeah, just taking a new direction, I guess. No, I agree. And, um, I mean, not a whole lot uh, news elsewhere except for the fact, you know, the Lakers are now um, NBA champions for the 17th time. LeBron picks up another uh, Which is insane. Yep, LeBron gets his fourth um, with his third different team. Um, I want to say the fourth or third different head coach. Mm Mm-hmm. That's impressive. It is. You know, I mean, whether you're a LeBron fan or not, whether you're a Jordan fan or not, that's really impressive. And that, I would say, maybe we'll do another LeBron and MJ debate because I think this changes a lot. I'm not going to disclose my take anymore, but yeah. um, I think I'm going to need to do some serious consideration now. Yeah. We'll have to um, look back at it's just time. the way LeBron's been able to do it, the, what he's been able to overcome, um, especially in this really weird season, being able to win one like this. So we're kind of having to talk about that uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. Over, uh, you know, with uh, – some buddies, yeah, with uh, my friend Zach, yeah. Um, so yeah, not a whole lot of news other than that. I mean, we can get to some baseball here. Let's uh, get some updates. I know the Rays um, beat the uh, who they beat the yeah. Astros last yeah. night. Is that last night? Yes, it was on Sunday. Yes, it was. It was yesterday. The Astros, <laughs> um, 
um, dropped that game. The, uh, the Rays was... win two to one. I thought it was a really, really good pitching display. To be it honest was with really you. good. I mean, aside from the Altuve home run in the first inning, Houston didn't put up any points. No um, runs, no yeah. runs, barely any. I mean, no production. Nine hits for Houston, six hits for Tampa. Um, there is an error in that Houston category, though. I'm trying to find these who made it. Um, let's see. Let's not bring it up right away. I love the difference was that home run by uh, Erezarena. I think that's how you say his name. Um, that jolted the lineup. That got it going. It did. Um, tied the game up, and it was crucial. Um, I thought without that, they don't score the second run, and I thought – um, that that allowed the pitching staff to kind of pitch a little easier, you know. Yeah, it gave him a little bit of a cushion, a little bit of an insurance run to uh, to play with. I agree, and, um, and sometimes that's all you need. That just a little bit of a uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna disclose blanket. I'm gonna disclose some information here. I think that uh, everyone, you know, I'm trying to be as you know impartial as possible, but I think everyone's pretty much not upset that the uh, the Astros lost that game. No, yeah, I'm definitely uh, pulling for the Astros to lose the series. Yeah, doesn't I would mean say, I'm um, going to cover it unfairly. I'm still yeah, gonna I mean, I'm still going to give them credit where credit is due. I think, I mean, I don't think they're cheating still, but it still doesn't mean uh, that I'm uh, against them losing. You know, yeah. a little payback. Yeah, and especially um, like the Rays. I like the Rays. Yeah, the Rays are like. Going into this season, if you would have told me that the Rays would be the number one seed and now in the uh, ALCS, I'd have said probably not. I could see maybe the ALCS if they get a couple upsets, but the number one seed and beating the Yankees, you know, yeah. I mean, they've had a really, really impressive postseason run in a whole season so far. So, yeah. um, but yeah, let's get to a uh, get to a break here. We'll get back with our divisional checkups, play some doctor, you know, yep, do a little checkups on the divisional predictions and such, and then we'll get to our Monday predictions. We actually had the Rays real quick before we get to that. Having our six. number six for our power yeah, ranking. Yeah, so I mean, it's not too bad. Yeah, it isn't bad at all. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. Let's see. Well, all right. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll get to that in the second segment. We'll do yeah. a little check up there as well. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. So uh, don't go anywhere. Yo, what up? We are back. Um, issue second segment. Let's just jump right in. We're going to get to some uh, divisional checkups. Yeah, divisional checkups. What I was going to do at the end of the last segment, though, I wanted to check up on our power rankings, you know. Um, we had the Yanks up towards the top. That didn't end up working out. But the Dodgers we hit on. Astros we hit on. Twins did not work out. Braves we hit on. The Rays we hit on. Not the Nationals, not the Cubs, not the Cardinals, not the A's. Um, but a lot of them were playoff teams. Yeah, a lot of them were. The so let's go through our top ten. How many playoff teams? We had the Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, Twins, Braves, Rays, Cubs, Cardinals, A's. So nine uh, out nine of ten. Nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. Yes. That is just simply beautiful. That's really nice. Um, See, I don't know why you guys listen to any other show. Yeah, I know, but I mean, show. the MLB was right with the Dodgers at the top of the power ranks. We had them at two, but hey, um, pretty close there. I mean, we didn't want to get bet against G. Cole and the Yankees there for Yeah, for I didn't a while, expect them to but... choke again. But anyway, um, yeah, I guess we'll up. get to some more uh, divisionals. So here, yeah, I'll pull up the NFL standings as they are. Currently, after this Sunday, this is before the Monday night game, of course, so things can change. Yeah. But um, so the AFC East, all right. So our predictions for the AFC East were the Bills, and then the Patriots, and then the Dolphins, and then the Jets. So Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets, and that division right now stands at Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Dolphins Jets. Jets. Yeah. Um, um, we hit on that. We said the Patriots are going to be 8-8. Eight eight. Right now they're on pace to be 8-8. Eight eight. 
Um, the Dolphins at two and three, pretty much on pace to be seven and nine, roughly. And then the Jets, we they'd be lucky to go four and twelve, like we predicted. So yeah, I think they we might have be been a little generous there. And uh, and I think the Bills might actually even be better than ten and six. I didn't expect them to have such a good start. Yes. Um, so that's the AFC East. Um, we'll move to the AFC West now. Uh, help us find us on here. Here we go. So we had the AFC West at the Chiefs in the number one spot, and then. We had the Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders. So Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, and it stands right now, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. Okay, so um, we had Kansas City on top, obviously, which was right. And then um, I thought the Chargers were just going to simply be better. But with the injury to Derwin James, injuries in the the secondary in general, Melvin Ingram's been in and out. Um, Austin Eckler's now hurt. No one expected Tyrod to have a punctured lung, and they're working with a rookie who is still good. Yeah. But, you know, he's a rookie nonetheless. Um, so I just didn't expect all that to go against them. But um, I will say that we were just simply wrong on this division. Yes. Uh, the Raiders look better than I expected. I thought they were kind of getting caught in between. I still don't think they're going to be great. You know, they're 3-2 and two right now. I would go with like an 8-8 eight and eight team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did predict five and eleven. I would bump them up to like eight and eight, and then the Broncos. Obviously, I didn't expect to be their left tackle to opt out, the other tackle to be this bad. Still, you know, his fourth year in the league, I expect him to be a little bit better. On still like, terrible. Onto like their twenty sixth string quarterback. Yeah, they're starting Jeff Driscoll. You know, so like it just injuries kind of derailed that prediction a little bit. Yes. Uh, to get to the AFC North, we predicted Baltimore, and then Cleveland, and then Pittsburgh, and then Cincinnati. This one okay. didn't age too well. So as long as we – now you just bump up the Steelers and shuffle everyone else down. That's true. I, so I just didn't expect the Steelers to be this good. You know, I expect their defense to be good, but with Ben, we we always said, we said um, it's a guessing healthy, game. It's a guessing healthy, game. You, you didn't know, know with Ben. Um, and he ended up looking really good. Like I said, 10 touchdowns, one pick. And we're starting to see efficiency that we've never seen from Ben. Yes. Um, I still think the Ravens are going to win this division. I still think they go 13-3, 14-2. I think we hit that. Um, but currently it's off. But yeah, no, currently it's off just a bit, but it's also, you know, um, a little bit different. Who knows if Pittsburgh plays the one more game, what we're at right now, right. You know, order-wise. Um, I think Cleveland's been a pleasant surprise, though. Yes. Them and Baltimore um, going to fight. For, right now they're fighting for the number two spot. They're actually tied. Um, I wouldn't be – there's three teams that could easily win this division, seriously. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, all very – Yeah, Cleveland's looking teams. good. I'm not going to say Cleveland is, like you know, I would say Cleveland's – the worst of the three, um, just because it is Cleveland at the end of the day. Yeah. And their defense has some holes. But uh, overall, it's a very loaded division. And right. even Cincinnati's a really good 1-3-1 one, one team. Mm-hmm. With Joe Burrow, they're, they're actually showing that their defense is semi-capable a little bit. Um, so it's a pretty so, strong division. Yeah, it's not bad at all. But we weren't that far off. No. Uh, the AFC South, um, we had Indianapolis in the top spot. Followed by Houston and then Tennessee and then Jacksonville. I know this is going to anger me because now the they stand right now Tennessee and then Indianapolis and then Houston and Jacksonville. And so, here's why this is going to anger me because who knows if Tennessee's actually if they were actually playing games, who knows what this would be? Right, they've missed now two weeks. Um, I strongly dislike Tennessee. It's it's incredibly. I'm going to use a nice word, BS. Um, the NFL told them coming in, you better be healthy or you won't play. You'll have to forfeit. And right now they're investigating whether they're going to have the forfeit. They weren't following any of the COVID guidelines. They deserve to be severely penalized. 
Yeah, they need to be punished. I mean, everybody else, look around the league. Everybody else is following the protocols. And they're figuring playing. it out. Yes. And they are the black eye of the league right now, Tennessee. Even even New England, Cam tested positive. They played the following. They just postponed it to that following Monday. They pushed it but back Tennessee, a singular But day. Tennessee tested positive and then tested positive and then, and then they continued sp- to test positive and then, and then they continued to test the Steelers positive. over. And then... It's a load. So I, I would, this this division, I don't even know what to think make of it. I do think that um, Indianapolis could still be ten and six. You know, they're what three and two now. Um, after that loss uh, yesterday, I still think they're a good team. I need Philip Rivers to to figure it out though, or switch to Jacoby Brissett. I didn't expect uh, the Houston Texans to be this bad with no running game, no defense. But you know. We're there at one and four right now. I still we haven't been nine and seven. I think they could maybe get to eight and eight. Yeah, probably seven and nine though. Um, I still think Tennessee is they're the three and zero oh right now. I still think they're a seven and nine, eight and eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Jaguars, we were kind of right. They're showing their, their true colors. They started yes. out one and zero. Oh, they are now one and four. They're now zero oh and four since then. They're now one and four overall. I think they're starting to show their colors a little bit more. We have them at two and fourteen. I think they maybe get three, four wins, but that's about it. Yep. Let's hop over to the other conference, NFC East. We're going to start there. Um, Let's just see where. Okay, here it is. We had Eagles and then Cowboys and then Giants and then the football team. So um, they stand right now at Dallas number one, and then Philadelphia, and then Washington, and then the Giants. We didn't predict quite how bad the Giants would be. Yeah, the Giants are a lot worse than I thought, yeah. and Washington's a little bit better than I thought, but they're still terrible. They're both going to be like – well, seriously, the Giants are like 1-15, and and the and the Washington football team's like 3-13 and 13, like we predicted. I would not be at all surprised. Yeah, I mean, this is just a very terrible division. I mean, let's not forget, guys – Philadelphia led this division coming into this week at one, two, and one. And the leader right now is two and three. Yes. And they should be one and four if Atlanta wasn't the worst team in the National Football League. Yeah, and they'd be leading still if they were one and four. Exactly. Those, so, yeah. So um actually no, they wouldn't. They'd no, they wouldn't. Second. Yeah. I thought you Philly, were about Philly, Philly. Yeah. Philly would be leading at one, three, and one. Yeah, so we would have the order pretty much nailed. But anyway, you know, it is what it is. That's a tr- like a like a trash fire. That's a dumpster fire. It's a tire fire of a division. Yeah. NFC West. All right, let's get to there. Pretty sure we nailed it. Yeah, I think we made close. It. We're close. So we had Seattle and then San Fran. That's going to be the black guy because we had yeah. Seattle, San Fran, the Rams, and then Arizona. Right and now it's Seattle, the Rams, Arizona, San Fran. It's just San Fran. We did not expect that entire team to get injured. To get injured. I mean, that's that's difficult. Um. I thought the Rams. I looking back, we had them a little bit too low. Um, I st- they're four and one right now, but their schedule gets a little tougher. I still think they're you know nine and seven, ten and six. Uh, yeah. So I don't think we're that far off with eight and eight. No, it's not bad. Um, Arizona's pretty good, but eventually, you know, you can't have you can't have this many great teams in the division. I think eventually they're gonna start to drop some games. They're three and two right now. I, I could see them at eight and eight. Yeah. Um, or seven and nine, like we have them, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, moving on to the NFC North. Uh, let's see where we got that here. I'm trying to man, we have a lot of stuff up on our Instagram. You guys should go check it out. Uh, NFC North is right there. So we have um, we had Minnesota. We're we're kind of close, except with Minnesota. Minnesota is the only team we have really off. I mean, yes. we have if you just bump Minnesota to the bottom, we nailed it. Yeah. Um. So right now we have Green Bay and then Chicago. 
and then Detroit, and then Detroit. But we, I also had Minnesota being way better at twelve and four at we the top the, of the we division, had them tied with Green Bay, tied with the four. division. We thought they would have the uh, the tiebreaker. Um, I was wrong, that, yeah. and I want to say that I think Green Bay has a chance to to go like fifteen and one. Well, we 14 were, and two. We didn't know that Aaron Rodgers was going to come out and just be this brand new Aaron Rodgers that we haven't seen in about ten years. Yeah, I mean, guys. Also, this was a learning experience for all of us. This is the first time I've ever gone division to division. Obviously, this is our first year as a podcast, first yeah. months. And we're doing pretty not. We're not doing too bad. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, this is a learning experience. I learned from the fact that hey, you, you piss Aaron Rodgers off, he's going to be really good. So yeah. now I know. Aaron Rodgers can come back with a vengeance and lead his team very, very well. Right. Um, and I also now know that depth is incredibly important because Minnesota has none of it, and that's, I think, the reason they're one and four. Hey, we're learning, man. We're learning. Uh, we're going to hop to the NFC South now for the last division. We had uh, our preseason rankings at uh, Saints leading the division, then Buccaneers at number two, Falcons at number Both three. This one. Yeah, and then uh, Carolina at four. Right now it stands Tampa Bay in the lead. Carolina in second, the Saints in third, and the terrible Falcons at the. I can't believe we had the Falcons seven and nine. Why? Why? Because, why do we do this to ourselves? Well, I mean, to be fair, the Falcons looked like they were not going to be that bad, especially with Todd Gurley in the offseason and Matt Ryan's a dependable quarterback usually. But they I can crown that team as games. the best worst team in the league. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're the best 0 5 team out there, but they are still so bad. Yeah. And they don't show any. We did predict that, that Carolina would be pretty scrappy and, yeah. and a tough, I get a tough out. And we did. And they're being, you know, more scrappy than we thought. Yeah. Um, we did predict um, Tom Brady and, and the Buccaneers did play pretty well. At 11 and 5, we had them. And right now they're sitting at 3 and 2 atop the division. Well, tied for first in the division with Carolina. Yeah. I didn't expect Drew Brees to be so bad. Not being able to push the ball downfield, just having. Just, just declining, just getting old. I mean, guys, give him a break. He's forty-one, you know. So, I mean, yeah, I can play like yeah. Brady at forty-three. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. But uh, yeah, you want to go over when we think the undefeated teams are going to lose now? Yeah, so let's um, go through. Let's start in the AFC. So let's start with a Buffalo. So let's uh, check out Buffalo's schedule. schedule here. So they what? They have they, at Tennessee versus KC. At the Jets. Okay, so let's go. Do you think they beat Tennessee? Yes, they beat Tennessee. I think they beat Tennessee. Tennessee's had a lot of chaos surrounding them right now. I think uh, Buffalo comes in there extra focused. They win. I think they lose to Kansas City on October 15th. I think they lose to Kansas City. Uh, Here's why. I think it's just a bad matchup. I think it's just a really bad matchup. They don't have a lot of guys that can cover Travis Kelsey. They have two decent safeties, but the safeties aren't really known for their insane speed. Micah Hyde, kind of. Um, but Jordan Poyer not really known for his really, really good speed. They're going to – Cheetah's going to burn them, I think. Yeah. Um, I think the versatility of how the Kansas City Chiefs can can beat you, I think that's going to end up winning. So we'll have them losing – what was that, week? So one, two, three, four. So what, right now Buffalo's 4-0 and in week six. Yeah. So we have them at 5-0, and and then they would be 5-1. and And then going forward, I think they beat the Jets for 6-1. and yep. They beat the Patriots, I think they're 7-1. and mm-hmm. Seattle probably lose 7-2. and and then uh, and Arizona probably eight and two, so yeah. they're going to their bye week uh, eight and two. They're, they're sitting pretty, so yeah, that's not bad. Uh, Buffalo's a really good team, really yeah, yeah. really good team. Um, we're gonna hop next undefeated the next team. Here. We'll go to the the Stellars. All right, Let's hit the see. schedule here. They beat Cleveland. I'm saying. I think they beat Tennessee as well. I think they beat Tennessee. I think. I think they lose, lose to Baltimore because yeah. it's at Baltimore. I think we split <laughs> with Baltimore. Later. I think we split with Baltimore. I think we went at home, especially because there might be fans at that point, mm-hmm. more fans at least. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So right now they're four now. I'll take them five and zero, six and zero. So we meant six and zero. So and then they would go six and one against against Baltimore. 
Um, and then just present a couple games. I think they beat Dallas, Cincinnati, and Jacksonville. So they have a chance to rattle off a lot of wins here. Yeah, they do. And then they play, um, I mean, Washington and then Cincinnati and Indianapolis, who hasn't looked that strong with Philip. Yeah, so. I mean, really, they could they could seriously – I mean, I, think, I still think there's one or two games in there that Pittsburgh shouldn't drop that they're going to drop, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Tennessee is the next undefeated team. Um, I, I think they lose to Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh. Well, yeah. Are they, are they playing tonight, though, in a, in a rescheduled game? They're playing Buffalo, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, they lose tonight to Buffalo. Okay, yeah, I think they lose tonight to Buffalo. Yeah. We'll get into that, though. Um, moving on. Let's see. Okay, we'll Seattle. Seattle. Um, schedule. <clears throat> so what? They have Arizona. Oh, so they have a bye. So coming off a bye, I like them against Arizona. Even though Kyler and them play them tough, mm-hmm. I like off a bye. I'll take Pete Carroll. I like Seattle over San Fran. I like them over San Fran. I like, I like them over Buffalo. Buffalo. I like them over their- – you know what? At LA, I think I'm going to take Jared Goff and the Rams. Okay. Okay, so they would lose. Outside that of that, though, to be honest with you, I don't see a lot of losses. Because then after that, they have Arizona again, Philadelphia, both New York teams, Washington, and the Rams. Again. And then LA and then San Fran. So, I mean, Seattle's looking pretty. People were banging us for having Seattle at the top. They were. There were some pretty nasty comments. So we're going to go back and kind of, you know, be like, hey, well, you know, they're kind of right there. Check this out, buddy. Yeah. Uh, so we have them losing to, uh, to, to LA. LA. Um, uh, and then the last undefeated team, Green Bay. Uh, we're gonna Green Bay could seriously go like 15 and 1. I wouldn't be surprised. Could. So what? They have. I see them beating Tampa, Tampa coming out of the. Out of the uh, buy, I, I like I like that. I love that matchup. Though. I love the matchup. It's going to be interesting. Um, I haven't beating Houston. I'm beating Minnesota. I think they beat. I'll have beaten San Fran, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Chicago, Chicago, Philly, Detroit, Detroit, Carolina. Oh my God, they might go sixteen and out. They might. If I had to, okay, I don't think they're going to. So which means we got to pick an upset here. Um, if I had to pick an upset, let's see. So what are the strengths of? Of uh, Green Bay, obviously. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. Yes. So the run game and then play action misdirection off of that run game. So if you stop the Chicago, run game. They lose to Chicago because Chicago has a great linebacker. I was going to say either Chicago or Indianapolis the week before. But I, would, I think I'd you're going to take Chicago to upset that. I think I'm going to take Chicago as well because I think they prepare for Indianapolis really well. But after that physical game, They're having to go up. on the road to get to another physical, or actually coming home from Indianapolis. And having another physical game, yes, um, yeah, no, you're right. I think I think that's good. I think I think they lose to Chicago on Sunday. But November seriously, 29th. I think they could go 15 and one, 14 and two. Yeah, I think that would not be that far out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're get, get to our Monday night yeah. predictions. Monday night predictions. So tonight we have. Oh, what's this saying? Denver and New England. Okay. Hold yeah, on yeah, a yeah. What's today? Today's the twelfth. Okay, no, Denver and New England got postponed. Okay. They were supposed to be today, I think. Okay. So tonight we have the Chargers and the Saints and the Bills and the Titans. So let's start with the Chargers and the Saints here. What do we got on the lines? So Yahoo Sports has the lines at minus seven. For New Orleans, favored by seven points here. Over under 49 and a half. Yeah. Um, I will take... Justin Herbert to cover that spread. I think it's a field goal game. But you like New Orleans to win. I like New Orleans to win. I think it's a field goal win for New Orleans. Like a pretty much last second field goal, last drive. I think the experience of Drew Brees is going to come in handy. I'll go ahead and Um, say But Michael Thomas is sitting out after an altercation with a teammate. I don't know if you saw that story. Interesting. We're going to monitor that closely here coming up. We'll give you guys an update Wednesday on that, maybe even tweet about it a little bit. 
Um, we've been tweeting also. Go check it out, the issue podcast on Twitter. Um, but, yeah, so the over-under is 49.5. I am going to take the over. I think both defenses are a little bit depleted right now. Um, you see the injuries with L.A., and I don't even like New Orleans' defense all that much. Yeah, I will take the over as well. So I'll take the over on 49.5, but I do like New Orleans winning by a field goal. Okay. Moving on. We have the Bills and the Titans, both undefeated teams. I think we already said the Bills are going to win this one. Um, they are favored by three and a half. Three and a half. I like them to cover that. Which I think is generous to give Tennessee that much credit. I think so as well. I like the Bills by like a touchdown, maybe even 10 points. I think yeah. they're a really, really good team. And I'm going to take the over here. Josh Allen. 53 and a half. I take the amazing. over as well. Not that many good defenses. And Tannehill can put up some points. I think they're going to run the ball with uh, Derrick Henry a lot. Um, I think the key for if Tennessee wants to win is keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. Yeah, that's really going to be the Possess the thing. football. I tried to do a little bit of what Minnesota did last night to Russell Wilson. Um, just possess the football, play some stout defense. Just make them earn everything. Yeah. You know, if they beat you, fine, but make them absolutely earn everything. Yeah. And I think Mike Vrabel's going to be able to do that. But I think, uh, you know, Buffalo gets a late touchdown, kind of like Pittsburgh. You know, they were only up by two. Yeah. Get a late touchdown, kind of stretch it to cover that spread, which actually worked out because I said that they would. I agree. So I think something similar is going to happen. I think it's uh, Buffalo covering the spread. I'll take the over on the 53 and a half, which is a pretty high over under for me to take the over for, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'll take the over. Um, Let's predict some scores here. What do you think the score is going to be for Buffalo, Tennessee? Mm, I'm going to go – I like 38. Oh, my God. I was going to say 38. I like 38, 28. 38, 28. Okay, Buffalo. I'm going to go 38, 30, Buffalo. Okay. Actually, no, I'm going to go 39-30, Buffalo. All right. Kind of a weird number there, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like NFL get are never straight up, you know, 38-31, 38-30. Yeah, it's it's pretty strange. But I'm, so I'm going to go 39-30, Buffalo. I'm going to take 38-28. I think they win by 10. I don't think it's that close. All right. Um, let's go to the other game here. What do you think? Uh, this is going to be a tough game to predict. What do you think Chargers and Saints um, score-wise there? Um, I said we'd take the over, and the over is at 49. I like 28-23 or 28-25. 28-25? 28-25 New Orleans. I like that. I'm going to go hmm, – this is tough. I'm going to go 29-26, so kind of in the same area there. Yeah. I'm going to go 29-26 New Orleans. I think a lot of field goals are going to be kicked in this game, actually. Yeah, I don't think many touchdowns will be converted. I think these defenses are bend, not break type of defenses, so that's we'll see. True. That's true. Well, with that, that's about all we have for you guys today. Uh, make sure you go check out our Instagram at the underscore issue podcast and our Twitter at the issue podcast. We should be tweeting out um, during this these two Monday night games. Absolutely. Uh, good amount of football on tonight. Me and Tim are going to go hit the links now. We're going to go golf a little bit. Oh, yeah. You want to make a quick bet here? Um, I mean, might as well. I mean, we don't. We kind of spent a lot of money on this new studio we have. Oh, yeah, guys. We're going to do a little studio renovation, a little bit here. We're getting some new equipment. going to sound a lot better. Oh, yeah. It's going to be better. It's going to be better all around. It'll be a better setup. So we don't have the amount of, we don't have the type of money to throw on this game. But, uh, all right. We'll just go with like, I'll buy you a hot dog in the clubhouse. Uh, after. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll go, go with yeah. We'll go lunch in the clubhouse after. Lunch whoever, in the clubhouse. Whoever loses. Yeah, let's go. Buy. You know, I'll buy you a little hot dog and a, and a drink in the clubhouse. All right, sweet. So that's what we'll do. Um, all right, all right, fair, fair. Um, that's pretty much all we got today. Though. Yeah, it's going to be eighteen holes. So see if we're I can find my driver. 
I don't have much faith that I'll be able to find my driver, but yeah, I don't either. Hopefully that iron work is working. Yeah. That's really going to, if it's not, then we're really screwed. So we will catch you guys next time, but thanks for listening to the issue.